Welcome to the Weekly Breakdown with your hosts, Matt Fiore and Will Hurl. Thanks for joining us today. So first off, we'll be talking about the recent um, performances of the Ball Brothers and then new G League recruits such as Gary Payton, who's going to the Lakers. And then we'll be talking about the Golden State vs. Cavs game that's going to happen and then the Rookie of the Year predictions. Then we'll be going into the world of soccer and going over uh, some scoring upsets and recent transfer rumors. And then we'll be going into the MLB Hall of Fame and uh, some controversies that have been uh, coming up recently, whether players should be allowed in for some of their mistakes that they've made in the past. And then lastly, we'll be talking about the playoff results. The Saints, Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh um, Steelers, and the Falcons recently played. And um, yeah, we'll be talking about what's going to happen in that. So, first off, Matt, what do you think of the Ball Brothers and their performances in Lithuania? Yeah, it's generally been pretty disappointing to see. Uh, Their first game was fairly impressive. I mean, there were a lot of uh, bad shots that you'd see LaMelo taking. Like, LiAngelo, if you saw he missed a wide-open layup, that's been all over social media. But I feel that they definitely have potential to be even generally make the NBA uh, I think I don't know about LiAngelo but LaMelo showed some signs of true talent and uh, while they haven't played the top tier of skill in basketball yet uh, they're making their way well as you probably know that uh, LiAngelo wasn't considered a prospect for the 2018 draft and so uh, so LaVar brought him to the, to Lithuania and you know they're shooting recently oh oh and like four or five from the arc it's it's I mean it's Sad to see that two prospects for the NBA are, are not playing well in a league that's considered pretty easy. Yeah, I mean they're not. Yeah, they're not even playing grown men is what people were initially uh, setting as the stereotype what they'd be facing. But I mean, it looked like they were playing high schoolers out there, the guys even younger than them at times. I mean, I think what they need to do to make it as a pro is really step away from big baller brand as their entire career. I mean, I don't know if you saw the corp, even, like, the refs had big ball brand on their jerseys. I mean, I think once they take a step off that, then they're not going to be focusing on flashy plays, but down to the actual game. Yeah, well, I think that LeVar Ball is honestly, um, like, the big baller brand that he's created is is hindering their success. You know, I see a lot of different players that are not getting as much attention as them, but in reality, they're better players, and definitely a probably should have let them stay in college basketball and and let them finish their high school um careers yeah i mean honestly i didn't really see a huge reason to have leangelo leave i mean he was suspended from playing at ucla so it made sense but i don't know why Lamelo would be t- taken completely out of the picture for that i mean i don't know can he go back to college you know or i know he's in uh, for well um no I, I you have to have to have a high school diploma to go to college uh and so I I heard a recent um a few commentators saying that that the the reason they might have taken them out is because college basketball is hard to play and Lazo probably is the best and most talented brother and the possibility is maybe uh Lavar Ball sees them playing and he realizes that they're not good enough to compete at college basketball level right so he he'd bring them to um overseas so they still would have that attention and possibly they could improve in a few years and then make it to the NBA. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have the potential. Uh, if they keep working hard, then maybe they'll have a chance. I mean, one thing that I've been noticing that separates Lonzo from his brothers is that 
you don't really hear him in the news with big baller brand like you don't see him like uh i don't know like just broadcasting its presence he kind of keeps quiet on social media he doesn't do anything to stand out and it's working pretty well for him recently well like the recent controversy with liangelo in china i mean he they all seem to not be um uh all seem to be uh pretty humble but like with question to lavar ball who is definitely one of the less humble of the family and uh definitely we could see that um that they could all make it to the NBA potentially, and that'd be definitely unique. But it's it, it'll be hard to see um, with them going to Lithuania. Yeah, I mean, one thing I've been liking to see from Lonzo recently is his success with the Lakers. Um, they've been performing pretty well recently, a four-game win streak. Uh, amid actually recent drama from Lavar saying that Luke Walton should be fired as the Lakers head coach. Um, They've really stepped it up. I mean, I doubt they've been playing. I'm not sure who exactly which four teams they've played, but it's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, I was listening to a recent interview where uh, Luke Walton was saying that um, he was saying that he wasn't playing Lonzo um, back from injury because his dad was talking crap. But in reality, um, Ball is definitely one of the key players and leaders, and and my belief it's probably why the. Um, Lakers were able to beat the Spurs and have this four-game uh, winning streak. Yeah, I mean, especially there's been a lot of uh, trade rumors where they're going to move a couple of their young players before they have expiring contracts. I mean, it really makes sense to Lakers. Lonzo really is the future of this team. I mean, they've invested so much in him already by trading away D'Angelo Russell, who'll be coming back from injury soon. I mean, this Lakers team, they have the pieces. It's really, as long as they keep putting together, they still a bit far away but they have a chance to make the playoffs well yeah Kyle Kuzma is also like also another impressive player you know he's another player that potentially won rookie of the year um we'll be talking about that later but uh Lakers if they do I mean um Lonzo recently got injured he's a doubt for today's game but if they do keep the run going they could potentially maybe get one of the last spots through the playoffs yeah I mean other teams have been playing surprisingly poor uh and the lakers if they keep this going definitely have a chance yeah um but another signing is uh gary payton from the nbg nba g league um do you think he'll uh potentially have uh a, a good career in the nba um i mean it's hard to say with guys like that they're usually hit or miss but i mean recently a lot of nba teams have been signing guys from the g league uh like the knicks they've been having some troubles so they signed uh Trey Burke, who was drafted into the NBA, not undrafted. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of players from the G League have been either given two-way contracts, something like that, just to provide a spark for a team. And, honestly, Gary Payton uh, definitely has a chance to do that for the well, Lakers. Well, his father, the great Perry, great um, Gary Payton, was a, is another re- reason to think maybe he could do well. He, he has the, the genes. But um, at the Lakers, he, he could have an opportunity to really um, play um, and at the shooting guard position with Lonzo, but um, we'll, we'll have to see how this the team progresses in the next few months. Yeah, definitely. And uh, another um, team that's pretty um, it's had some up and downs this season are the Cavs. Do you think they'll be able to um, win against Golden State today? Yeah, I mean that's going to be a tough game for them. I know Golden State's been battling a lot of injuries recently. But the Lakers, or not Lakers, Cavs, they've been really struggling just to get something going for them. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the stats, but LeBron, I believe it is 
uh, two games ago and the game before that last one, he was like plus minus for minus 25 or more, like for both those games. Like that just shows like even the player who is basically the leader uh, plus of that and team. Plus minus uh, what? He had a negative yeah. 25 as his plus minus, which means that uh, he had, while he was playing, the team mm-hmm. was losing by 25 points. So uh, he's, I, that's when you know something's not working out. Yeah, the definitely. The best player has that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've been hearing a lot of rumors about Ty Lue might be leaving the Cavs, like stuff like the coaching. I mean, yeah, I think the Cavs need to change something. Yeah, I know. I mean, thinking about it now, I could see teams in the East, especially Toronto or maybe even the Celtics, um, beating them in seven games. You know, it's just the chemistry's not there right now. Kyrie Irving really, um, when he when he was traded to the um, Celtics, uh, they definitely lost a piece. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Cavs are just unmotivated. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, Kevin Love, he's a great player, but I don't think he has anything to play for, quite honestly. I feel like these guys are just there for money. Like, Isaiah Thomas, I would expect him to be putting in a bit more effort cause it's his last year of a contract, right? So he's going to be looking to make more money this next year, but yeah, well, I'm not seeing much from him. I mean, he recently said that he hasn't had good performances, and that's it's true. I mean, the first game he had 19, 19 points, but... Uh, it might be the hip injury that uh, set him back, but honestly, we, the Cavs team has something to prove, and maybe they can today that they have what it takes to um, win the league this year. Yeah. Another team that's been having some troubles, the Knicks. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really sure what's wrong with them this year. They're just not looking know. good. Again, when, you're, uh, when your best shooter is a 7-3 center, uh, Porzingis, um, you can't have him taking all your shots. You need... They need someone to step up besides Porzingis, who has been a uh, been their go-to player this season. They need maybe uh, I don't know some names. Who do you think could step up potentially? I mean, last week we were mentioning Michael Beasley. I mean, mm-hmm. he's again. Let me say this last week. He's he's not the guy you want to get the most points. But I feel uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., who's on a massive contract. I mean, it's just very disappointing to see how a player with that much money is just not performing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been battling injuries as well as Courtney Lee, both usually uh, terrific shooters. They're just not performing well. The only bright spot I've been noticing from the Knicks is their center who they got from a trade, uh, Ennis Canner, who I believe, I, actually, I, well, he also has a massive contract, but he actually has been performing well. But you're not seeing a lot of shooting out of this team. Well, yeah, Ennis Canner, and um, he's not the best shooter uh, for center. But. Um, you know, he he really brings uh, a, a somewhat leadership to the team. I've he's always said that uh, we're never going to let the team go easy at home, which kind of has happened to the season to the Knicks. They've lost a lot of games at home. But uh, another player who's starting, Frank Nikita, uh, 19 from France. He um, he's not playing really well and had some recent um, pretty bad performances. You know, the Knicks team really needs to just start winning some games. Each game they seem up to be up close, but in the end just lose it in in a about like three or four um, point gap. Yeah, I mean everyone was hating on Carmelo when he left last year, mm-hmm. um, but honestly, he was that player that would be a leader for that team. I feel Porzingis is not quite ready to be a leader, uh-huh. as you'd see from like Dirk Nowitzki, somewhere high in position. Um, I feel they need to fill that gap that Melo left, even though. Everyone disliked what Melo had down in New York. Um, they need to fill that gap. Yeah, right well, away. Dirk Nowitzki 
has always been um, alongside a good point guard or shooting guard, um, playing with some great players. Uh, really, Porzingis needs someone to step it up as well so he can bring the franchise to possibly winning playoff games in the future. Yeah. And, you know, Carmelo went to the Thunder, another team that should be winning most of their games, and, you know, they aren't. Yeah. So, rookie of the year predictions for you, Matt? Um, I mean, it has to be Ben Simmons right now. I mean, I'm not not the uh, hugest fan of him, but he's just been performing so well for the 76ers. I mean, that team, similar to the Lakers, is such a young team that they don't really have any veteran uh, leadership. And Ben Simmons has been that man, as Lonzo has. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, for what he's done as a leader and for his stats, I mean, I have to give it to him so far. Yeah, definitely uh, a player that play brings a lot of points to the table. Um, ben Simmons, yeah, doesn't have a jump shot. That's one of the things that uh, hurts him a lot. Yeah. He, but in the future, if he does improve his jump shot and maybe get, he could even get to LeBron's level um, potentially because you know LeBron James has been saying that uh, he he could get, he could get be better than me and um, yeah, and he's got the um, the genes and. We're going to have to see if he can bring this, the 76ers franchise to potentially um, um, making uh, making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, one guy I like comparing him to is Giannis. I mean, both mm-hmm. players, they're known for their driving ability, and it works for them. I mean, yeah, Ben Simmons, I don't think he's made a three yet this year. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, he's just so talented at driving to the paint, especially on the left side. As a lefty, it's not very common and he does it very well well yeah Giannis has um Antetokounmpo is similar um like you said but he has improved his um jump shot um they both are players that um could potentially become the best player in the league and but it comes down to they need time and uh honestly for me uh right now it it would be either Simmons or Donovan Mitchell but I'm leaning towards Mitchell right now because you know I saw recent tape he got a board over uh, um, Dwight Howard, uh, a seven-footer. So, um, honestly, I think he, he's got a jump shot. Um, he can drive to the hoop well, and, you know, he's probably one of the most athletic point guards in the league right now. And definitely bright star. Can he lead them to um, the playoffs this year? That's the question. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he's a very entertaining player to watch. One thing I hope that does not happen to him. I mean, one guy who I see as very similar is Zach Levine, who recently came back from yeah. injury. Both are very talented shooters and uh, finishers, but I, I hope Mitchell is able to find some sort of leadership so he can learn some more. I mean, I don't see how he can grow as a player at this point. He has been the best player on the Jazz. Um, so I hope that he can continue to grow. Yeah, well, he's he's been the leader to the, uh, for the Jazz this, this season, and uh, definitely a team that um, lost uh, Gordon Hayward, uh, who was their leader last year, and we're gonna have to see if uh, he can lead in to some success. Yeah. So, um, Matt, now we'll go into um, some results in soccer. Uh, what do you think of Liverpool's four-three win over Man City? It was a, it was a good game. Yeah, very entertaining. Um, one player I really like watching is Salah uh, for Liverpool. Yeah, He's just been having such a great year. Um, uh, did didn't he score? Uh, no, he did game? score. Um, what was pretty cool was um, um, Liverpool scoring every game, no problem scoring. Just defensively, they've had some troubles this season, but Mohamed Salah scored. Um, Chamberlain and and really the the top three um, all scored, and 
and you know between Salah, Mane, and uh, and uh, um, Oxley Chamberlain, can they all um, put the performances Liverpool needs to um, be top two? Yeah, I mean, one thing that's very interesting about this team is that they don't have many big names anymore. Like, they've lost quite a few of their players yeah. who'd be considered the best. Well, like Coutinho. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just it's great to see them pull out results like that. Yeah, I mean, Firmino, Mane, and Salah, the top three. Honestly, they aren't world-class players, but they're all, all players that could potentially be world-class. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, can uh, Oxley and Chamberlain um, replace Coutinho? That's the real question right now, and who can yeah, it's definitely true. Um, so, could you see Liverpool potentially um, getting the better of um, Manchester United to win the second, the, the second place? Well, um, I mean, if they keep what they have going right now, maybe. Uh, I mean, I think it really depends on whether United makes some transfer changes. Uh, like we have noted, um, some transfer rumors with Alexis Sanchez from Arsenal and Pulisic. Uh, I mean. If United continues to bring in players, I don't see how they don't continue winning games. That would uh, clinch them the second place spot. But well, uh, um, definitely two exciting names to hear, especially Sanchez and Pulisic, two players that like really create in the final third. And uh, I, I think Pulisic needs some more time at Dortmund. I, but I could potentially see him in the future, maybe in eighteen months, um, going to United. Um, but Sanchez, you know, um, recent. Like you, you were talking to me earlier, and you mentioned that um, City is has pulled out. I think that um, now, if Manchester United, Manchester United sign him, he could uh, definitely bring something to to them that they don't have. Oh yeah, I mean, Sanchez when he's healthy, he's one of the best scorers in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he definitely could bring something to United that they need to keep going forward. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, some definitely, definitely these players could bring something that United doesn't have. And Ronaldo's another name. What do you think? Uh, do you think he, he'd go? I mean, there'd be a lot of rioting, yeah. yelling by Real Madrid fans. But I, I could see him leaving. Honestly, he's done so much for Madrid already as a player and for that uh, team as a whole. I think he has nothing left to prove for them. He could go wherever he wanted. Honestly, mm-hmm. especially if uh, if United bring more money to the table. Um, for Real Madrid and uh, um, Ronaldo, but he recently hasn't been playing well. Um, Paulinho has more goals than him. Is playing <laughs> for Barcelona as a center mid, <laughs> and Real uh, Madrid is really having a poor season. Yeah, I mean, one thing I would not like to see from Ronaldo, like Zlatan, he had a very good time with, or he's had a very good time with Man United. But obviously, he was a better player with PSG. Um, and I, honestly, I can't really picture Ronaldo doing very well with Man United. It's a completely different team um, than what he's played with for so long. So I'm not sure what to expect out of Ronaldo in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it would probably totally change the system, especially because United has those players that are um, world that have been world class, especially Paul Pogba, another player to mention. It would have to. It would probably improve the team as a whole, but. It would and it would definitely see Manchester United and Man City um, just pulling for the um, the title each year. Yeah, yeah. So another um, uh, another important signing for them losses, eighteen-year-old star um, Ezekiel Barco from uh, Boca Juniors. Do you think he's gonna bring anything to the league? Well, what team is he with now? The uh... Uh, uh, Atlanta, the new franchise. Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, MLS, I've been hearing recently that they have a lot of uh, opportunities to sign young stars. And, I mean, things like this, these signings, that's a chance to make the MLS actually a world-class league. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to see it turn into something like the league that they have in China where they just give the money. But, yeah, I mean... It's great to see for the MLS. Yeah, well, this 18-year-old Argentinian, uh, you know, so many players from Argentina that seem to be world-class players, he could potentially be the um, be the next big thing if if the right coaching happens at Atlanta. Especially Dybala, Messi, you know. Now Barco could really put in a good performance uh, oh, yeah. for, um, for Atlanta this season. Oh, yeah. I mean, not only that, but I think that with a young talent like that, it's going to bring more fans into the stadium to watch. Like, it's a good move for the MLS to bring in young stars. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, especially because he, um, at such a young age, he's the most expensive signing in uh, MLS history. Uh, it seems like a small number, fifteen million dollars. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on that amount? I mean, honestly, I'm not even that surprised. Uh, I think it's actually a good price, honestly. Cause, I mean, most MLS is known as where all the old veterans go, like yeah. Pirlo. Uh, Beckham, the guys at the end of their career, it's exciting to see actually like a player who's at the start of his career go somewhere. Um, definitely can mm-hmm. make a name for himself there. Yeah, well, um, money always is tossed around in soccer. Uh, Beckham's trying to open a new franchise, especially he's he's been talking about it for years. But um, you know, looking at how Atlanta did the season, actually having good results and good performances, you think Atlanta could potentially have a good season and do you think this is actually going to come through um i mean a, a new team in miami that'd be a very interesting thing a lot the mls has grown quite a bit recently i believe two new teams since last year um yeah uh atlanta very exciting team new uh new club new players um yeah i could definitely see them being a top contender in the next couple of years oh uh, yeah um well Look at it each year. The MLS is bringing new names, and the league will probably grow in the um, in the next years. Um, so another controversy: um, the MLS Hall of Fame uh, players recently caught um, using PADs or are question the league's questioning if they should be allowed in. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean the biggest news with that is players Barry Bonds, um, who has the all-time home run record for the MLB. And uh, Roger Clemens, who's won, I believe, seven Cy Youngs, which might be the most of all time, too. Like these players, if you take away their history uh, connected to steroids, they became the best of all time, quite honestly. But uh, recently, their um, induction voting numbers have increased year by year. If in the MLB, you only have a certain amount of years you can be inducted mm-hmm. before you're ineligible for the rest of your career yeah. unless you, the players' union votes you in. Um, and honestly... I, I'm a bit concerned if players like Bonds and Clemens get in because what keeps players who may not have had as great numbers but who have been caught using uh, steroids before making it in the future? Well, definitely um, the MLB has always been known for having these problems. A lot of um, people um, uh, taking steroids, different different substances. But it, to me, it seems as if the league is promoting um, players using this, especially if they were to let some players go and using these and, you know... It, generally it doesn't seem like a good message for the league yeah i mean the real difficulty has been like people some players have been making the hall of fame have nowhere near the caliber of numbers that bonds and clemens and players with similar stats have 
But then that's the argument for why are these guys not in? They're significantly better players. Um, so I feel it's going to be a tough argument to balance in the future. Like with players like uh, Alex Rodriguez coming up for uh, eligibility, I doubt he'll ever make it with his um, his accusations and all. But in the future, if players get caught, I really don't see what them will be able to counter. If players like yeah, well, players in. like Daniel uh, Stump is, is that how you say his name? Um, I'm uh, guessing. Yeah, well, um, him, uh, Chris Calabello, and uh, a few other um, a few other players were actually pulled from their teams, and especially the league has been has been has been giving punishments to these players for a quite a m- amount of time, and you know the question is, are, they're great players, and. It's, it's really hard to say whether or not they should make the Hall of Fame, especially because they, they put out great numbers during their careers. Yeah, I mean, one player who will be coming up recently, or coming up soon, is Manny Ramirez, uh, mm. who has been caught with PEDs, but had a phenomenal career up till he was moved to the Dodgers, who I think would probably be turned away by the Hall of Fame. Then there's a player like David Ortiz, who was never caught with using PEDs, but was accused once because he failed some drug test, but it, nothing was ever confirmed. Is that enough to keep him from the Hall of Fame? No, I, I mean, in my personal opinion, no. But definitely the league has to have more restrictions on these things. And and why should it be happening in, in baseball if it's not happening in other sports? Yeah, definitely. I mean, one player that is active who had been caught recently, D. Gordon, who I had very good stolen base numbers. I don't know if he was leading the league at some point, but a top talent for a year or so. But like just getting caught with PDs like that, that, that ruins a career. I feel like the league should do a bit more just to regulate uh, players' access. Mm. I mean, you see like in the NBA, if a player, not steroids, but just drugs in general, they're most infamous for that. Um, I feel it's just up to the officials. I mean, the players should know better, but I mean, one bad decision... Is that enough to ruin a career? That's tough to say. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll just, but we'll keep talking about this in uh, in uh, the future episodes. But um, yeah, it's definitely a cool topic. So um, another uh, another important thing that happened this weekend: recent playoff um, results in NFL. What are your thoughts on the, what happened to the Saints, Pittsburgh? Yeah. Steelers and the Falcons. Well, very interesting games. I mean, the first game I like to point out, the Saints-Vikings game, that was just awful to see for the Saints. Like, losing the game in the last 10 seconds just from a missed tackle. It's painful to see. Yeah, I mean, the Saints were definitely the um, worst of the two. Um, uh, looking at their, their – they had, they always had a great attacking team this whole year. It's sad to see their, their um, season over, but, you know, the – Basically, um, they were down by 17 um, the first half, and the Vikings dominated, especially at the, at the same. You can see the atmosphere was, was awesome. But um, Case Keenum came up with 318 yards that game, and honestly, he put, he put in a great performance, especially leading the Minnesota Vikings to potentially having a Super Bowl in, uh, in their own home ground for the first time. Yeah, I mean, it's unheard of to see a team who has home ground in the Super Bowl to actually make it to the Super Bowl. Um, usually it's supposed to be a neutral uh, neutral stadium. But, yeah, the Vikings, very inter- very interesting team to follow. Um, Case Keenum, it's his last year on the contract. I would not have expected this out of him at the start of the year. Uh, well, if you guys hadn't um, – if you guys didn't watch the game, in the last 
uh, 12 seconds, I believe. Um, yeah. Case Keenum threw uh, um, a 40-yard pass to, to um, Stefan Diggs, who caught the ball. Um, it, it was bad defending, in my opinion. Uh, two players on him. He turned around, kept his feet in bounds, and made a made a forty yard run to the end zone. Yeah, it was bad from the Saints. It's tough to see. Yeah. I mean, they had the game. They had the game right in front of them. They had defense like tackle his own man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was tough to see. Yeah, it was tough to see for the Saints. But looking at it, the Vikings were the better the better of the two teams the whole game. And and you look at like the atmosphere there it was it was awesome. It was awesome to see on the. Um, Vikings point of view yeah I mean as a Patriots fan my viewpoint is not the best thing to see Vikings on a hot streak yeah but another team that's been kind of coming up is the Jaguars another team I would not have expected at all to make it this far what are are your thoughts on that um well the Vikings are definitely um as a uh for, for you as a Patriots fan it's 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 gonna be hard to see uh the Jaguars beating you guys but the Vikings on the other hand I would say have the better of the two um, had the better chance of beating uh, the Patriots, but you know the Vikings have a great offense, um, pretty good defense numbers, um, had pretty good def- defensive numbers this year, and we're gonna have to see if the Jaguars can put up a fight, especially with probably having the better defense of the um, compared to the Patriots. Yeah, I mean Vikings being playing the Eagles, that's gonna be a very interesting game. I mean, if you look at the quarterbacks who are left leading these teams, none of them have nearly the accolades that Tom, Tom Brady, Brady does. Has. Yeah. Um, it's very surprising, and I honestly can't predict what we'll see from the NFC. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Tom Brady's been putting out over 300 yards for most games this season, and uh, it's definitely going to put – I mean, the Jaguars, if they do have a similar performance that they did against the Steelers, you could see them potentially having an upset against the Patriots. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely tip the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. But, you know, um, you never know. Um yeah, I mean, another interesting news story revolving around the Patriots is their coaching situation. Their offensive and defensive coordinators, both rumored to leave after this season. I mean, it's surprising to see the Patriots play so well with all this drama going around them. I mean, I don't know how they can stay focused. Well, they've been doing it for so many years. Um, I mean, the coaching staff is probably part of it. Bill Belichick is probably one of the best coaches in all sports of, uh, of all time. And, uh, you know... Tom Brady's never had the best receivers around him, in my opinion, and you know um, it's really cool to see. Uh, on paper, the Patriots are definitely better than the Jaguars, but um, you know when they went to Pittsburgh, uh, he, everyone tips tip Pittsburgh to win. Um, what are your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I mean, I was surprised to play Bortles. I mean, they got forty plus points on a pretty decent Steelers defense. And after watching the Bills game, I was not expecting much out of the Jaguars. It's uh, such low scoring, but Jaguars proved me wrong. Their defense played fairly well through the first half of the game until they gave up a couple of late touchdowns, but very good performance out of them. Yeah, well, A.B., I mean, always the whole game, he, he coming back from injury, he really impressed. Um, I didn't think he was going to have such a good game, but thinking that the Jaguars could go to um, – Go away to Pittsburgh and 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 uh, uh, get thirty, uh, get forty five points. Uh, is is remarkable. Um, it's really uh, impressive to see that they were able to beat the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I think the Steelers kind of just generally blew it. I mean, Antonio Brown he was coming back from injury, but I 
if you listen to the radio, he was benched for many key points in uh, the last quarter. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like the Steelers should have used him more and probably Le'Veon Bell. I feel like they just wasted their opportunity to win. Yeah, I mean, for a Steelers, uh, if I were a Steelers fan, I could. It's disappointing to see, especially because the Steelers probably should have won that game against the Patriots um, early in the season. You know, um, and Roethlisberger. I mean, I hope he doesn't retire soon at 35. You know, you never know. Yeah. And uh, it's disappointing as a Steelers fan. Yeah, it's a tough way to go out. Do you think the Eagles could um, upset the the Vikings? That's gonna be an interesting game. I mean. Everyone wrote, uh, wrote the Eagles out after Carson Wentz went down. But Nick Foles, he did a good job against the Falcons. Um, yeah, I think the Eagles have a shot at beating the Vikings. Um, I don't think they have the better odds, but we'll be tough to see. I have no set prediction. Yeah, well, I definitely tip the Vikings. Um, Nick Foles, it just, it's, it's, it was great to see that the Eagles were able to beat the Falcons, uh, um, a team that had a good reason to be back in the Super Bowl because they should have won last year. But um, uh, the Eagles and Nick Foles, um, not the best not the best thrower. Um, they're going to have to put a, up a good defensive and offensive um, uh, performance, maybe similar to Peyton Manning's in the um, bad performance in the um, Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, I mean, I think what the Eagles need to do is contain Case Keenum. I mean, the Saints kind of blew it in the last quarter, but... Yeah, as long as the defense holds in, I think the offense will be able to pull something together. Yeah, well, it'll definitely be cool to see in this um, this next uh, the next week uh, um, be a great football week to watch. Um, uh, so yeah, again, like head head coaching um, changes um, with the Titans recently, they fired uh, their head coach. Yeah, I mean, again, going back to the Patriots, so the offensive defensive uh, McDaniel's and Matt Patricia they're both top candidates to coach any team in the NFL and with so many openings it's going to be interesting to see what happens going into next year will will the Patriots be able to keep uh, their success going with the new uh, coaching personnel I mean it's interesting to see if maybe those guys can lead teams like the Lions Colts wherever they go it'll be interesting to see well there's been lots of rumors in the Patriots franchise especially um, one big one Bill Belichick Um, there was questions of whether or not he would stay um, because uh, Garoppolo was traded without his consent, apparently. And, you know, um, it's uh, definitely um, going to have a big impact on the teams if the, the coaching staff um, does change. Thanks for joining us on segment four of the Weekly Breakdown with your hosts, Will Harrell and Matt Fiore. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll hope to see you next time.